Hi there, welcome back to Divorce Confessional. I'm Claire Birchwood. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about reclaiming your power after divorce and after separation um, from an abuser, from a narcissist. So if that interests you, just stay tuned. Today is the last day of 2018. Um, when I started 2018, I was in a very different place. I was about a year into me, almost a year into me being, um, having started the divorce process. And for the first year we tried disillusionment, um, January of 2019 B or starts the mark of the one-year point since I started my divorce. Um, it was finalized December, um, the first half of December. And so this time last year, I was real frustrated. I was real, you know, financially, emotionally, mentally drained after almost a year of fighting with this man already, um, trying to come to some sort of agreement outside of court, realizing that... We couldn't, realizing that I had to file. Um, if I wanted out, I needed to be the one to do this. You know, just pull the plug, and I did. But it took a lot of strength. You know, we went from this time last year parenting, co-parenting our son together. Um, and I'll tell you, something happens when you stand up to a narcissist. Something happens when you truly let them know you're not going to be, you're not backing down. You are not going to be messed with the same way you used to be. For me, that was when I filed for divorce. I had him served with papers. Um, we had started the process. I had sole temporary custody for the past year of my son. And it was a real power shift you know, from the beginning of 2018 to now, the very last day. Um, and it's been a process. And I hate that, you know, this past year has brought so much pain, so much struggle. But I feel like I've reclaimed a lot of my power, my ability to stand up and to fight, you know, for myself, for my son. I never really did that before because I never knew I had the strength. But after this year looking back, it's like, wow, I did more than I ever thought I could. I was stronger than I ever thought I could be. And I'm not scared of him anymore. Not really. And like, today I wanted to talk about reclaiming your power after abuse, reclaiming your voice. And what that's looked like for me, um, for me personally, it's been slow. It's been a slow process. It's been very painful. Um, I feel like as a result of when you first stand up to the abuse till now, like where I'm at now, I don't feel like I'm perfect. I'm not out of it. I still get harassed by him I still get verbal abuse from him but you know what you know that is the the worst of it is in the past um after you separate physically from your abuser a lot of things happen I feel like 
for the past year, I've been living in the shadow of the abuse. I've been experiencing a lot of PTSD. I've been experiencing a lot of anxiety, panic attacks on almost a daily basis, um, some of which have really affected me negatively um, and trying to move on with my life, with my son. Um, trying to be a present mother to him has been real difficult during those times. And I was listening to my friend Cherry's podcast, The Still I Rise. Um, and she talked about it a little too. And I was just agreeing with her, you know, when you separate yourself and, and they're moved out or you're moved out and you start your own life, if you share a child and, you know, that child's on the phone with their father that person is still in your house. You know, you, you hear their voice, you get memories, you get flashbacks, you know, it's really, really difficult to find your power and find your peace because even though they're out, you know, they still have to remain in your life and your child's life. And, um, you know, it's real hard to separate that when you have to hear their voice all the time, when you have to do certain things, to co-parent with this person and reclaiming my power has been a very slow process like I said before but slowly and surely I'm getting less and less scared of him I'm getting less and less triggered I think I've developed a self-awareness for when I do hit my triggers you know whether it's hearing his voice or like actually hearing his voice in the present or I'm reliving a memory from the past. You know, I'm going through something. All of a sudden, I, I remember what he told me when he said that, you know, I looked fat or I wasn't worth it or I was, you know, this horrible bitch. All the things he called me, you know, that still comes back. But I know when I'm triggered by them and I know the difference now when I'm triggered versus when I'm just going through stuff. You know, it's it's a hard place to be in. I know that I'm still very raw, very, very much, you know, delicate mentally and emotionally from the situation. You know, who I am is slowly coming back. My joy is slowly coming back. But it is very hard to find that in the midst of so much upheaval, so much drama, you know, that happens when you divorce a narcissist, when you divorce an abuser, it's going to be dramatic. Um, the, mo the more sociopathic I feel they are, the more fallout there will be. Um, when I talked to my Women Helping Women hotline, you know, that's what they were saying, too. It's like for, for moms in my situation... Um, you know, me standing up for myself, my kid, there isn't a lot of legal pushback he can do if, I, if I'm if i doing it right. You know, I'm not giving him, I'm not harassing him, I'm not using foul language with him, I'm not, you know, doing anything that would be frowned upon in the court. But the issue with me standing up for myself or my son is the fallout with him. You know, there's always going to be fallout with your abuser when you stand up to them and then when you, when you co-parent with them, you know, that's going to happen all the time. You're going to have to stand up for yourself, stand up for your child or your children with this person. And even as respectful as you might be or try to be being like, Hey, that's not okay. That's not right. You know, based on our 
parenting agreement or how it's written. This isn't supposed to be happening. Whatever it is you're bringing up to them, they're going to have something to say about it. And they're going to have something to say about why you're wrong, why fill in the blank. Like, and it's exhausting. Um, Throughout the whole year, the past year, I didn't engage with him. And I wish I could go back to that. But because of our son, it's necessary for me to engage with him. Mainly because of how long he's away from me sometimes. And that's just based on my, my area of the country. You know how visitation schedules work. Um, so we've had to be in contact... And in my mind, I'm like, well, if he wanted co-parenting, this is it. You know, he's going to have to deal with me and my thoughts and opinions on, you know, what's right for, for our son. And I shouldn't make myself, I shouldn't parent out of fear. You know, like my attorney was saying, I shouldn't be parenting out of fear of what he's going to do. Let him run and file stuff. Let him say I'm being... Whatever it is he wants to say, whether it's harassment or stalking, whatever. (laughs) Like, let him do that. Because if it comes down to it, you know, the only fallout is from how he, he treats me or my son. It's not anything I really need to worry about. And slowly I'm finding my voice again. I'm finding my ability to stand up to him. Um... And I think a year out, you know, it's, it's getting, it's important for me to do that. It's important for me to realize I can talk to him again and I can control a conversation. I think that is a huge part of reclaiming your power after abuse. You are in control of, you know, your, your relationship and what you are communicating and what you are you know, asking of this other person if you're co-parenting with them. And that's very, you know, like I said before, it seems to be a very delicate balance between, you know, me standing up for myself and me giving him fuel to come back. But the longer the time goes on, the less I care, the more I see just how stupid it is. You know, coming out of the abuse, I was so scared of him and now I look at him and read his texts to me, listen to his voicemails to me, and they still hurt. They still trigger me because it's verbal abuse. But now I can read through it and just, you know, my reaction to it now is more like, wow. (laughs) You know, he's taking the time to write me these paragraphs. He's taking the time to separate himself from you know, the parenting he says he's doing so perfectly and yelling at me, you know, over the phone in front of our our son when he's with them. Um, and it's delusional. I find with a lot of abusive men, you know, they don't change. This is a pattern he's going to repeat with the next one. This is a pattern he's going to repeat over and over again because he doesn't think he's the issue. So... You know, communication with him for me right now looks like me, you know, standing up for myself, my son, 
come hell or high water, I don't care. The longer and the more time and distance we put between our marriage and where we are now, the less I see him as a threat and the more I see him as this child, you know, that is going to throw fits and scream and throw things at me, whether it's insults or whatever, because he doesn't have a leg to stand on anymore. And he knows that. I feel like, you know, as women coming out of abusive situations like that, we are stronger than we think we are. Our abusers are afraid of us because they, they know that we've seen their true colors and the more we talk about it and the more strength we draw on from that experience with them, it's like we, we're not afraid. We're not afraid to talk about it. We're not afraid to tell the world. We're not afraid to, you know, be honest about what happened. And, you know, that, that shakes them. That shakes them a little bit. A lot of abusers rely on, you know, their, their support system, how the public views them, um, and we're threats to that because we've seen, you know, just what they are and who they are. So my, I know my ex will probably always harass me. He will probably always yell at me, say horrible things about me, you know, for years to come. And I know that's true, but I just want to encourage you guys that, you know, a year out from this, um, don't be intimidated by them. Don't act scared. Don't react in fear. Don't react in anger. You know, t- try to take a step back and look at it for what it is, which is just, you know, they're they're running scared. They don't know, you know, they don't know if your truth is going to get out. And so, you know, leaving that situation, you have the advantage of not being the abuser. You know, you got out. You got out of it. It's scary for them that you're out of it because they can't control you anymore. Even though they try to. Like, my ex is very controlling, very much trying to control what I do, what I say, showing concern, quote-unquote, over my career, my life choices. You know, any information he has about me. He'll use that to try to hurt me, try to control me. Um, when in reality, you know, he he's just looking out for himself. He's just trying to get out of paying child support or whatever it is. So, you know, my encouragement to you guys is just to know that their power over you will end. Their power over you is not as much as you think it is. And I think the longer you're out of it, the more you look back and you're like, okay, you know, this is who they are on paper, you know, over the phone, whatever it is, this is a situation you got out of. And oh my gosh, (laughs) like looking back on it from a healthier place is a lot easier to separate your feelings and your emotions from what's actually happening. And, you know, a lot of the times, you know, you realize in the end, they don't have power over you anymore. What what he says, what he does, can't affect you as much as he think it will. And, you know, you will find your voice and your strength in that. So I hope that helps someone. That's what I want to leave you with today. And I really hope, you know, you have a happy new year and 2019 starts out 
in amazing ways for you guys. So I'll talk to you later.